Welcome to AgriMinds, the podcast where we explore the intersections of personal growth and professional success in the ag industry. I'm Casey Bull, your host. Thank you for joining me as we dive in to the different strategies and insights that will help you level up your life and career. From mental health to leadership development, we're going to cover it all. So sit back and get ready to grow with AgriMinds. Well, hello, everyone. Today is going to be so good. I have a feeling this is going to be some real raw stuff. I've got Monica Thornburg with me today. And when I read her story, I was absolutely blown away. The amount of intertwining of personal and professional development is like the whole the whole purpose between AgriMinds, the podcast and AgriMinds, the actual group coaching and mastermind program, because like, that's where it's at. Like, this is real life. Like we talked about, there's no more work-life balance. It's just life. And that encompasses all versions and all sides of us. And so I'm super excited to have Monica on today. Monica, would you share just a little bit about you, where you're from, what you do today, and anything else that you just are feeling inclined to share? Oh, yes, ma'am. So like you said, my name is Monica Thornburg. I grew up in rural Missouri. I was a graduate of Northwest Missouri State back in May of 2020. Uh, I'm sure everyone's heard of pandemic babies. Well, I am a pandemic graduate. And so that implied just graduating college and no one was hiring. And so after I graduated there, that big high, I took back home to kind of hunker down like everyone else did. And then I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with my life? You know, like I just graduated. So now I'm here. And so I ended up taking a ranch job in Alaska of all places. Um, I found the job online and I called my old boss uh, two times before I decided to pack up two suitcases two weeks later and hit the road. Um, I ended up working up there for about two years time on and off. And um, that's really where I became a person, I guess it's not a person, but that's where I found out who Monica was and just had so much personal development, but also coming with that, like we'll touch later on that I was just working and I had absolutely no personal life and I soon got burnt out. And so now I'm just trying to figure out the whole balance and, um, figuring out who I am now and how to move forward after going through all that development. Wow. Okay. First of all, Alaska is a heck of a lot different than Missouri. We lived in Columbia, Missouri for about four or five years, and it's very different than Indiana, which is where I'm from. And so I can't imagine what was going through your mind as you packed up and went to Alaska to work on a ranch. And like, what, what was just the feelings you were facing, the things that you were, you know, like kind of like trying to wrap your head around, especially coming straight from college. Like if I look back on where I was when I was like 21, 22, and just trying to figure out like, what am I going to do with life? Like I went from Southern Illinois from where I went to school back to Indiana to work on the farm. And I started realizing like, this isn't at all how I thought my life was going to go. Like I thought I was going to go get a degree in agriculture, come back to our fourth generation row crop farm and have all the answers that my dad and my grandpa had been waiting for. And turns out like that is just not how that goes. And so I had to go to town and get a real job, which uh, eventually moved me out to Missouri. But 
how in the world did you go from like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm choosing to make this decision and I'm going to go. I've never been to Alaska. I don't know anything about it. Um, I'm young. Like I've not actually really stepped into the real world. Like you said, like I'm finding out who I am for the first time, really walk me through that whole experience. Well, to sum it up, quite honestly, is that I didn't know what I had to lose. Honest, uh, I just saw this great opportunity to go and to experience something so brand new. What was going through my head was just a whole lot of ignorance, if I'm being honest. Uh, <laughs> and like the more I think about it, looking back, I'm like, that was so risky. And I just didn't see any of that. Like to go to a place where it was either a four day drive home or a plane ticket and away from all my family. Like it was super um, risky. Uh, it could have turned out way worse than it did. And, um, but I, I know that when I let go of my plan, God's plan is always just so much better. So I guess that's my rationalization. And I also felt a very strong call that God just said, go. I was like, okay, God, I'm going. And yeah, he used it. Okay. So one of the things that we focus on within the Agriminds mastermind is this thing called working genius. And what it does is it's an assessment that helps us really put a language around why certain things get us excited and why other things get us really frustrated. And it's that same kind of thing of like, I don't know why, but I just feel more inclined. There's not really any logic behind it. There's no science behind it. It's just the way that you're built and the internal wiring that you have. And so I completely understand what it's like to just be like, I know this makes no sense to anybody else, but this is just what I am feeling inside like this is what makes me happy or this isn't and it's completely different than what somebody else may experience but you just have to trust your gut and I think that's like the biggest life lesson that I've had lately is it's like I've tried to mimic footsteps from somebody else and like follow in the path that they've gone down because that's ultimately where I wanted to end up or so I thought and so I'm trying to follow the exact steps of somebody else and all along I'm feeling like, I don't know why I'm just not enjoying this the same way I thought I was going to. Why do they look so happy? I'm following the same path that they did. So walk me through what that was like of like, this doesn't look like anybody else I've ever done. I just am feeling this hug, this feeling like this is what's exciting me. This feels right to me. And it it's something I can't explain to anybody else, but I know that that's what's right for me. Walk me through how you overcame maybe some fear or like, did you have this conversation with family or friends? And they're like, you're nuts, Monica. Like, what did that situation look like? Or was everybody like, yeah, this is great. Go off and do it. Whatever makes you happy. Well, um, I didn't tell my parents after I bought the ticket, like I gave them two <gasps> weeks notice and I was oh like, my God. well, mom, dad, like I sat them down at the table. I was like, well, mom, dad, I got a job. And they're like, well, congratulations. And I was like, yeah, thanks. They're like, well, what is it? I was like, well, I got a ranch job. And you know the disappointment. They're just like, oh, like a ranch job. I'm like, yeah. And they're no, like, wait, there's more. <laughs> and it's in Alaska. And I'm kind of a jokester, just kind of always messing with them. They're like, no, it's not. I'm like, 
yeah and I leave in two weeks and so um they were just kind of like trying to comprehend it all and they're like well they knew that it was my decision to make and that I had to go and make it um and make it what it was but also they knew that my passion is agriculture and they knew that I had to um pursue that and just see where it led me and so um there was a lot of people that were like what are you gonna go ranch penguins and I was like well, <laughs> no, you know like it's cattle and um I, I'm not gonna live in an igloo either but yeah that's just kind of what was going on in my head that's so I cool like because that. I think we all do kind of like stereotype or assume certain things about stuff that we are not super familiar with and yeah I mean if I think about Alaska I don't think about a cattle ranch to be honest with you and so I just I think it's so cool that you stepped into something so unknown and was just like I'm just gonna go and I think it's it's interesting to hear you say like I didn't really know what I was getting into like I just was going because that's what felt right and I think so many of us especially as we get a little older we get a little bit more logical and like really this doesn't make sense because family because bills because xyz what are people gonna think but almost like you being younger not that it was an excuse but it was like it was it was perfect for you right like you didn't know what real life looked like so you took advantage of something before you had a spouse and kids and a mortgage that you had to consider in taking this risk like so i think it was really cool and like if i looked back and we're going to give people advice of like this is what i wish i would have done i would have lived it up a little bit more when i was in college like to be honest with you i never went out and did all the things that most college people did like i didn't i wasn't a big drinker i didn't like i liked to be in bed at like 8 30 9 o'clock and i still do i'm a 70 year old woman and i own it like it's just who i am and i'm fine with it but I can day drink at 3 p.m. like a boss. So, you know, that's just who I am and I own it. But if I look back, I'm like, man, I wish I would have gone on that trip. I wish I would have taken that job. I wish I wouldn't have been so stinking logical and responsible and wondering what everybody else was going to think about me doing something that looks maybe irresponsible or maybe super risky. So I think that's really cool that you did it. And I, and I love that you're open and honest about like, yeah, it was a little scary, but I didn't share that information with people because I didn't really want to get talked out of it probably. Right. Like, I, I think that's what a lot of people, you know, their advice is, is like, if you're going to, if you're going to do something, if you're going to have a no business, if you're going to make some kind of career move, if you're going to do something that's kind of large, like don't go and talk to people about it, because if this is really what you want they're not gonna understand it and they may talk you out of it or give you an opinion or make you second guess yourself or make you feel shame or guilt or embarrassment. And so I think that that's, that's so cool and that's so mature. But talk me through a little bit about like what happened next. So you went to Alaska, you spent some time up there, walk us through what that was like and then what happened after that? Yeah, um, so I got up to Alaska and we just started working. We were in the middle of hay season. I got there August 15th of 2020, I do believe. And so, like I said, just getting ready to hay and trying to put up 5,000 bales because 
there's a long winter up there and we had a lot of cows to feed. So we were just working and I was working up there for about two months or so when my old boss approached me with the idea called the Great Alaskan Cattle Drive. And if you've heard of it, um, thank you. Like we did, we were trying to advocate for agriculture in the state of Alaska, because as you mentioned before, not a lot of people think agriculture and Alaska go together. And so we had this idea of driving 100 cattle, 300 miles across the state of Alaska to raise awareness. And we did it, you know, like it didn't turn out how I thought it would. And, um, but it turned out better in a sense. And so after, after we were developing that idea, um, it didn't end up working, you know, no one expected the pandemic to span across three years time. And, um, you tried creating a business around tourism and have three years of no income. And so it ultimately failed to take off. And so that was hard. And it's still something that I struggle with. If I'm being honest, um, I think about what could have been and how cool my life could have been if I would have just worked harder or, um, worked harder. I put in print or air quotes because, um, I thought that it was me and it was my lack of effort, but also there's things that I can't control. And, um, I think that it was ultimately God's plan to not have it succeed how I wanted it to, and to take me on this journey, um, to where I am now, to now be able to just talk about it and to give God glory, even though it wasn't how I expected it to be. And so now, um, I'm work, live, working and living in Utah and I have a agriculture communication business to raise awareness of agriculture in the entire United States and working with companies to better um, expand their reach and their market potential and just to bring agriculture into urban communities. Do you feel like this is your thing? Like this is what you were called to do? Like, did you finally find like your spot? I think I'm getting there. And um, it's definitely something I've been praying on, just asking God, like, God put me in my purpose. Like, I've lived out things that I've prayed for, and ultimately they are unfulfilling. And now I'm like, okay, God, like, let's just skip to the part where I'm not pursuing things that Monica wants, and I'm pursuing things that God wants for Monica. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, it's just so rewarding to know that um, I'm able to pour into people and I'm able to be that leader that helps people um, develop their skills and get them to where they want to be. And also find such rewarding work um, that it doesn't matter like how much money I make or um, it just, it's a great spot to be in right now. Do you think, okay, so let me back up. The whole, the whole point of like ag reminds and, and my role is to help people do that same thing of like, you can pivot out of the role that you're in now. You don't have to stay doing what you're doing just because you've been there 10 years. You don't have to pursue a career just because that's what you've majored in. Like it is okay to change your mind. If you're feeling a tug to do something different after 30 years or like this is what I wanted to go to school for and now I'm halfway through and I'm realizing like I don't want to be a vet I want to do whatever like it's okay to change your mind and like I I just love when people have that realization because I think it's so important especially within that we're worried like well I've poured my heart and soul and blood sweat and tears into this like 
what do you mean I have to do something different? Or what do you mean I'm getting called to do something completely different or unknown or out of my comfort zone? Like, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? What if I don't like it? What if I, you know, do it wrong? And I just, I love that people have that realization and they're okay with talking about it and admitting like things didn't go the way that I set out to go or do, but I'm just, I'm here and I'm now, and I'm pursuing what I feel like is the right thing for me right now in this season. And I just, I love that. And I love that you're so open about it and just kind of like prioritizing what makes sense for you right here, right now. Yeah. And I, if I may add, like, I've always just kind of beat, gone to the beat of my own drum and not really worried about what other people think. And, um, but yeah, I think especially right now in the world and in agriculture overall, um, you see a lot of job openings and a lot of jobs that just don't go filled. And so um, why do you want to stay at a place that has bad culture and that's not feeding into you and not valuing you as a person? Or um, I was talking to a friend this morning and he was like, you see teachers not getting the time or not drinking water because they don't have time to go to the bathroom. Like we as people don't have to put up with that culture anymore. Or you hear people saying that, oh, I wish I was born 20 years ago. And I'm like, hey, like Americans wake up. Like we have the power and the ability to make culture go back to that. We don't have Mm -hmm. to be subject to all these things of the world or these things that are coming at us. Like we can say no, you know, like, you don't have to just go along with it. And so, um, but I get caught up in that sometimes too. I start heading down a path and I'm like, I'm just toiling and I'm just working constantly. And I'm like, okay, like Monica, like, that's not what you want to do. So why are you spending all this time and this effort on something that ultimately isn't what you even want to do in the first place? And so there's just always just, just this time of reflection that I'm like, okay, like, is this going to add to where I want to be in a year or in five years or ultimately uh, what I want to do with my life? Because there's not a lack of work in the world, but there's so much we can do. And so make your work worthwhile. You know, like Mm -hmm. you can't just take a nine to five job because that's not what everyone's meant to do. Like there's a sense of security in it and there's a sense of stability But ultimately, once you start understanding that God has a purpose inside of you and that if you start to pursue that and personal excellence, so um, if that's reading books and that's investing in your health, so getting your body moving and developing that relationship with God and just pursuing greatness in all aspects of your life, that's where, in my opinion, that's where greatness is. And that's where God wants you to be like in that sweet spot of personal development and um, professional development and pursuing health and mental health. We see that so much now in the agriculture world, like you need to pour into yourself so you can pour into others too. But yeah, I could go on and on. It's a, it's oh, a this is so good. Mine. And I love, okay. So I've been using the verbiage of the crossroads between personal and professional development, but I think you nailed it when saying like, finding this sweet spot, like what's the right amount of this and the right amount of that. So it's not necessarily like right in the middle, right? Like, um, you know, when I, I spoke at a conference about work-life balance and how it relates to our mental health a while back. And one of the things I talked about, like 
when I think of work-life balance, it's not an equal balance of all the things all the time. The right healthy balance is the right amount of work and the right amount of life. And even now, since then, which is, this was in January when I did this conference, even since then, I've already grown and had a mature, like, realization of, like, just kidding, it's not about work-life balance at all. It's just about balance. Like, it's just life. What's the right sweet spot? And, you know, for some people, it may be focusing on yourself for a very long season or a very short season. And then, and then you may be like, right now, this season of my life, I'm focusing on my professional side. And there's no right or wrong answer. It's just identifying what works for you and living in that, not what's working for somebody else. And I'm going to try to mimic that. And I think that that's just, that's huge. And I think all of those versions, all of those aspects, all of those areas of you are all equally important just knowing like right now, this is the hat I need to put on. And those other hats, I can't wear all of my hats at the same time because like ultimately I'll snap underneath the weight of it all, right? Like I cannot wear all of these hats, but I am intentionally choosing to be right here right now. And I'm putting this hat on because this is where I am. And I remember one time, like I picked my son up from school and we were on our way home and he's like, mom, can we go to the park today? Which keep in mind, like we live out in the middle of nowhere, north of town and any kind of park is, you know, 15, 20 minutes south of the town. <laughs> and so it's like in a completely wrong, different direction. He's like, can we go to the park today? And I'm like, we live in the middle of nowhere. Like you have 25 acres that you can just run around and do whatever he wanted on. He's like, but I wanted to go to the park. And I'm like, well, honestly, like we need to go home because there's stuff I need to get done. He's like, oh yeah, you've got work to do. You and dad both have work to do tonight. And it just like, it sucker punched me. And I'm realizing like in that moment of like, why am I working? Like, what am I getting all of this stuff done for? Why do I need to pick the house up and get everything in order? Why do I need to grind and work late tonight? Why do I need to get all of these things accomplished in, in this amount of time? And it, it was because, like, because I want to provide for my family, because I want to be able to spend time with my kids, because I want to be able, and it's just like, like, you're working your butt off So that way you can spend time with your family someday. Like really let that sink in of like, right now you're working your butt off and putting your family aside so that one day you'll be able to spend time with your family. And it just like, it it knocked me so far to the ground. Not literally because I was driving, but like mentally, I just like, it sunk me. And that is when I decided like, I've got to make a change in my career. And right now in this season of my life, I've got to prioritize my family. I've got to prioritize me being the one that's no longer working my butt off. So that way somebody else can raise my kids. I'm working my butt off so I can pay somebody else to raise my kids for me. And it's like, why? Like, or I can find something that is still going to earn me an income, going to give me the work-life balance if, you, you know, that's what you want to call it the right life balance that I'm looking for to be able to raise my kids and, and still get my bills paid. 
and it's going to look really different than what everybody else is doing. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be a little scary and a little risky at times, but I'm willing to do that because this is my why. Like what was the whole grind for? It was for these kids. Yet I'm still putting them on the back burner. I've got to do that change. And I think, you know, when you, when you go through an experience or when you have that wake up call and it's like, ah, this is why I'm doing it. Then you have that change. But what's your advice to someone who's like, I've not really had that wake up call. I've not really had that aha moment. Like, I think everything's going good. I mean, like, is there a piece of advice for you that you would share of like, hey, these are things you need to be thinking about. If things aren't going smoothly, these are things to think about. And you mentioned five subcategories that are really important to you um, of mental health, physical health, relationships, your career, and God. Walk me through, like, is there a, a ranking there? Is there a... I don't know, just, just walk me through, like, what would you give to somebody? What piece of advice would you give to somebody who's like, I think everything's going good. Like, should I really reevaluate stuff? Or like, do I just need to keep pushing through? Because like, I don't have any other option. Well, let me ask you this first. Did you end up going to the park? <laughs> no, we didn't end up going to the park. Because <laughs> yeah, I really did have to get the rest of that stuff done. But I have taken him to the park several times since then. Well, good. But thanks for calling me out on that. <laughs> I just had to know out of curiosity's sake. Um, but yeah, like there's so much we could talk about within that and just expand on. Um, but the five aspects for me, um, I don't know if there's a ranking other than number one, and that's God. And I think that once you put God first, a lot of things just kind of fall in the line. Um, we were talking about when you let go of your plan and God's plan take over that it just turns out so much better. And I think you're living that right now in your life is that you, you gave up all this, but God's given you all this, you know? And so um, it is scary to get rid of that safety and security and step into um, to new things, but it's also pursuing more than just money. It's pursuing um, your purpose and it's pursuing just things that light you on fire and it gets you excited for life. Um, but to answer your question, God's number one. And then I like to put people in relationship second. Uh, I've been down that path of just working and pursuing um, just career, 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 because I wanted to make a name for myself. But in reality, like making a name for myself was limiting, limiting my impact and my ability to love people well. And so then I was like, okay, got to come back to that, that cross section. And so I also want to pursue like physical health because I now have a little nephew that I have to chase around and I want to make sure that I can do that for my kids. But not only that, like the exercise benefits to your health and your mental health are so intertwined. And so once you just start investing in yourself and investing in your health and, um, it really just bred a confidence in me that saying, okay, I showed up for myself yesterday. I'm going to do it again today. And um, the dopamine, and I don't want to get into all that because I'm not going to be accurate about the different hormones, but um, I just feel better. And when you feel good, you can get good out. And so that's why I'm pursuing good physical health too. Um, and then like just 
putting good things in your body. So eating well too, like that has so much to do with your mental health and people don't even realize like how small diet changers or even going on a 20 minute walk can be so beneficial to your health. There's Japanese studies, how um, the whole country of Japan, they were trying to just get people outside and it's healing like there are such healing benefits to getting outside in nature and so i i love being outside so i have no problem against it but just go outside go get on a walk connect with nature um talk to god while you're walking in nature that's a devil devil whammy but um <laughs> my advice to anyone if i if i don't even know if i'm able to give advice but just take that step back from what you're doing and um is this worth it? Is what you're working towards worth it? Like in 20 years, are you going to be happy with where you're at? And you're going to look at your life and be like, okay, like, yeah, like I pursued the things God wanted for me. Um, and another side point is that you said um, that you're like, what am I building all this for? Or people, you were putting off your family to have a relationship with your family in the later years. But also I think so many people work to retire and they fail to live now. And that's one thing that I don't want to do. I don't want to be 80 and start traveling the world or start living my life. Like I want to do that now. And I want to pursue, or I want to go see the things because ultimately seeing Alaska and getting outside of Missouri, outside of what people thought that I should do, that's where um, I developed such a character and developed who I am outside of this box. And so go, go do something crazy uh, within reason. Okay. Don't come sue me if something happens. <laughs> There's a disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah. Small disclaimer, but just go see things, experience life because it's, it's not waiting for you, you know? Um, and sure don't wait till you're retired to start traveling and start living like live now like even if it's a small thing like going outside or going for a walk but life's too sweet and too good to just keep putting it off oh that is so powerful that reminded me of another thing so I've done some major like mindset shifts lately and you know so my son's going to be seven in June and I just um you know, like I typically I'll read him a book or he'll read a book. It just depends on the night right before bed. And he's always slept in his own room. Like we never like let him sleep in our room or anything when he was a baby, but he always would say, will you lay with me for a minute? You know? And so like my husband and I would lay with him until he falls asleep and then we get up and go to our room. And half the time my husband ends up falling asleep in there and <laughs> midnight comes rolling in. But you know, the other day I, I was like, no, I'm not gonna lay with you tonight. Like I got to get some stuff done. And, you know, we had been running around and doing stuff all weekend. So I didn't get any laundry done. There were still dishes I wanted to do. And I was, I, I shut the lamp off and I was here. I walk out the door of his room and shut it. I was like, mm, he's going to be seven next month. I don't know how many more nights he's going to ask me to lay with him. And so I opened the door back up and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yep, I'm just going to lay with you. And so I laid back down in the bed with him and, you know, just was snuggling. And like part of my mom heart was like, like, I don't ever want this to end. Like, I don't ever want there to be a day where my son's not like, mom, would you lay with me tonight for just a little bit? Like, I know like 
the teenagers are just around the corner and like, I might not get this much longer. So like, I don't want, like those dishes aren't going anywhere. The laundry. Yeah. I have plenty of clean clothes. I can find something to wear, but you know what I mean? If it's just like, again, just another heartbreaking moment. And for anybody who's followed along in my story, like I went from being a very, career-driven businesswoman to leaving my job to be an entrepreneur and being home with my kiddos. And like, that seems crazy to a lot of people like, wait, what? You just left a really well-paying, steady income job. It's flexible. It was a fantastic job with a fantastic company, but it, it just didn't give me the type of freedom and flexibility that I wanted to be with my kids. And so I was willing to give that up so I could spend as much time with them as I wanted. And I know like I'm very blessed and very fortunate to be able to have that kind of opportunity that a lot of people don't, but I think if it is important to you, you will find a way. And that was something else you shared of like, you know what, like this is a priority. This is important to me and it it's going to be scary and it's going to be hard, but this is what I'm determined to make happen. And whether you believe in God or not, like you just, you just have to have faith in something to know, like, it's going to all work out the way that you want it to. Otherwise, like, what are you living for? Like, what is all of this for? What, what, like, what's the point? Like, why not live now? And my oldest sister passed away in January. And like, I think that's why I've done all this soul searching lately of just like, life is so dang short. Like I went through this hustle culture and all of this like grinding. And now I'm just kind of like, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Tomorrow's not like, it's not a promise. And if you're working your butt off now, so that way you can live to retire, you may not make it there. The people that you want to spend time with after you've retired may not be there for you to spend time with. And I know that's really harsh sometimes and like kind of like a gut punch to other people, but it's like, like, listen, you get one shot at this. And if you have any sort of urge or longing to make some kind of change, whether it's just like getting on a different uh, shift being in a different position at your current company, whether it's leaving your job and being a stay-at-home parent, maybe it's finally, you know, talking to the family farm and, and saying, hey, this is the role that I've played on our family farm or our ranch for years, but I'd really like to have this role here. And, you know, like, I know that that's the role I've played for the past 15 years, but ultimately, this is what gets me excited. And so if I could just have like a restructuring on the family farm, like just communicate that. Like it is totally possible to change your mind and it's okay. And it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot better to say, you know what? I knew what I wanted and I tried to make it happen. Then I wish I would have spoke up about that. I wish I would have made some kind of change. And it's not ever gonna be too late though either. Like I just want people to know like it's never too late. But Oh, Monica, I feel like we could talk about this for days because this is just so good and so real and so like relatable to so many people. And I just want to thank you for sharing your story and being so authentically yourself and just, you know, like not holding anything back. So I just want to say thank you. Um, you mentioned just a minute ago about, you know, the kind of work that you do. If you're accepting new clients or looking to expand in that, or if somebody just wants to follow along with you, 
you know, where can they find you? What kind of things do you offer and how can they stay in touch? I agree that this conversation is so good. And so I thank you for the work you're doing. Um, but if you want to follow along my crazy life, you can follow along at Agriculture for All Communications on Instagram and Facebook or my personal page, which is just my name, Monica Thornburg. Um, it's kind of wild sometimes, wild good, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. And you know, I kind of just like want to go ahead and book you quarterly to be on the show just so that way we can just have life updates with you. (laughs) Because like, I just think it's so cool and so unique to see someone who's as young as you are, which I hate when people say that to me, like, oh, you're just a youngin. But like, you didn't wait 20 years to then decide to start living your life like you're doing it now. And like, I just think it's so powerful. And I just... I wish I would have started really trusting my gut and listening to the calling that I had when I started feeling it and not just continue to shove it deep down because of what everybody else may or may not think. And I just, I think it's so powerful to see someone like you who's just fully stepped into it, fully embraced it. And you're like, listen, it's scary. It's risky, but it's possible. And here's how. So thank you again for joining us today and sharing your story with us. Thank you.